You are listening to Forward, a podcast of island readers and writers. This is your host, Taylor Mace. I'm joined today by Gibson Faye LeBlanc, the executive director of the Maine Writers and Publishers Alliance. Gibson, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me, Taylor. Thank you for joining me. And um, could you tell us a little bit uh, about yourself and your your background and how you got to be um, where you are now? Sure. Yeah, I... Um... I'll try to give you the short version of that. I am a writer and poet. Uh, I've published um, one book of poetry and another one coming next spring. I'm also a teacher. Um, actually, when I moved to Portland um, uh, in 2006, I had just finished my MFA um, in creative writing and had taught some college, continued to do that at USM, but I also landed um, with the folks who were just starting the telling room at the time, the three founders. And so I ran the telling room as the director for the first director, essentially, for, for, for its first five years. And that was an amazing experience working with the young writers and building a program and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and a, just a great introduction to Maine's writing community, which I just really love. Um, and uh, I also, a, a few years later, I got involved on the board level at Maine Writers and Publishers Alliance, which is a 45, you know, we're a 45 year old organization founded in 1975. We've been around a long time, but the previous director, Joshua Bodwell, had really um, uh, re in, re-energized the organization and started to build it again. It had kind of, um, shrunk over the years, uh, gone through various ups and downs. So that was exciting to see that. Um, and I actually joined, after I left the board, I joined the staff as associate director um, a year, a couple of years ago now um, to help with some programs that we were building out. Um, and um, then Josh left last, last year, a year ago, to be the editorial director at uh, at David R. Godin, publisher down in Boston area. So I took over as the director and, and I, um, so at MWPA, we run workshops and conferences and events all around the state. Um, we, in 2019, it was well over a hundred workshops and conferences. Um, we have about 1500 members in every county of the state. Um, and you know we work with writers and connect writers at all different stages of their careers. So we have members who are just starting out and want to take a few classes, maybe think they have a story to tell, and we have some very accomplished um, main writers who um, we're happy to count as members and supporters of, of what we do. Um, and we've continued to grow the organization in the last couple of years, uh, particularly with um, looking at how do we reach into different parts of Maine that we haven't been reaching before. What does the MWPA do um, exactly uh, for its its members who who can be who you mentioned anyone um, at any stage in their career, um, but who can be a member and what exactly 
does that entail? Yeah, so we have um, different types of memberships depending on what folks are looking for um, and, and different benefits that, uh, that, that come to you as a member. Um, I mean, at the, at, the, at the end of the day, what it's really about is, well, our, our, our tagline is craft community culture. You know, so it's like for each, each member, you know, we offer lots of different ways that you can improve your craft, uh, the craft of writing, um, different things that you can get involved with, programs, conferences, workshops, one-on-one uh, -on -one with another person, exchanging work, that kind of thing. Um, but also community. So how do we bring groups of writers together to talk about what they're doing, how they're doing it, um, everything under the sun um, from, you know, craft to marketing to agents to any any part editing any part of the writing process um and you know overall we see our our mission is is has been about and is about raising the literary culture of maine i mean maine has a he, amazing literary culture long history um of lots of great writers and we just are always looking for different things that we can do to boost that so like for example part of that we also host the Maine literary awards every every spring um, and so we give out a number of book awards and short works awards and get hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of submissions and um, so we see that as as one of the ways that we can you know sort of put a spotlight on what great you know what great work is being done in, in all corners of the state um, but it, anyone can join MWPA you really just have to be an adult who is is interested in um, in writing to one degree or another, um, and some writers. We have a program called, for example, Find Main Writers, which is which is a program designed for people who are maybe a little farther along, who have some um, either you know magazine or book credits to their name, and want to have a place that they on the web that they can kind of have a shingle out in the world, showing who they are. So. Part of that membership is we include include the people, um, the Find Main Writers members in our Find Main Writers website, which appears high on Google searches and such, um, and is a way to just, as I said, you know, just have a shingle out in the world. What have um, Main Writers been facing since since March, since the start of? of COVID and, and how have you guys um, been supporting them? You can say a bunch of things about that. Um, first, so from our sort of, from our, what we were doing already, uh, we were lucky in the sense that we had started a, a few years ago, we had started offering online workshops. So we were already using Zoom. Um, we weren't doing a ton of them, but we were doing them. And so, you know, when, when COVID hit, um, and we all went into lockdown. We just, you know, we had, we just basically took all of our workshops and conferences for the most part online. There were a few things that we had to cancel here and there, but, but we were able to take everything online and the response has been really great to that. Um, so we have lots of full workshops um, and, and conferences. We're doing our annual fall harvest retreat coming up in middle October. And that's nearly full. Um, we have um, poetry, fiction, and nonfiction tracks in that. So, um, so, so, so we've been able to move things online, which has been good, and we feel like that's that's helpful for our members. 
Um, but we also um, wanted to do more reaching out. I mean, we're all, especially early on in the pandemic, we were all stuck inside a lot. And um, so we really ramped up our events um, before we were maybe doing um, one or two events a month at most. Um, and usually, you know, in partnership with like the Portland Public Library or um, different bookstores. Um, and, you know, we realized that we could, we could do more over Zoom. So um, we've been doing, so I think in the last six months, we've done something like 20 extra events. Oh, wow. And we've had a huge, huge audience for those. You know, we've had, you know, everything from sort of like what feels like maybe like a usual book conversation crowd of, you know, 50 or 100 people to, you know, like Fook Tran, who's a great um, Portland um, writer who just came out with his first memoir. Um, this summer, uh, we had almost 350 people on a Zoom um, for, for his book launch, you know, so that was um, really exciting. We've had nearly a couple thousand people on those events over the last six months. So um, that's been a way to um, keep those conversations going about books, help help the writers of those books to hopefully sell some books and help the bookstore, independent bookstores who are selling the books. Um, but also to remind people that there's this, Maine has this great literary community and we, you know, that's a way we can see, people can see each other and be together. Um, same thing we did our, uh, so last in May, we did our um, annual Maine Literary Awards ceremony, which is, you know, we've, the last couple of years we've just started to, it traditionally was in Portland and we've just started to move it around the state. Um, so in 2019, it was um, in Bangor, up at the Bangor Public Library. Um, and we had plans to have it um, in Rockland this May. That didn't work, obviously. We were gonna have it at the Strand Theater and I'm sure we'll be back at the Strand Theater for it maybe next year, we'll see but we, we held it online and it was a wonderful couple hundred people. Um, and it was great, you know, again, again, great way to shine a spotlight on really good work being done around the state. Um, so, but in terms of authors and what they're facing, I mean, I've, I've alluded to, to some of it, but um, it's, it's a lot harder for authors to get their work out there right now um, because there's no in-person events, you know, that is, such such a bread and butter thing for authors, you know, library events and bookstore events and um, different kinds of community events is, is a great way for them to get their work out there, connect with readers. Um, and, um, you know, I think that in particular, I think that once, once we all kind of adjusted, um, I think the ongoing challenges, especially for, you know, there's, there's those writers at the who are working sort of at the highest levels, you know, I'm thinking of somebody like Christina Baker Klein, you know, wonderful novelist who has, who splits her time between New York City and um, MDI, Mount Desert Island. And she's got a new book out called The Exiles right now, wonderful novel uh, that's getting a lot of attention. It's been reviewed. It's been, it was on the New York Times bestseller list for a little bit. Um, you know, folks like that, she's doing tons of events, book conversations with, with writers, 
sort of hosted by different bookstores all around the country. Um, you know, she's going to continue to get attention. <laughs> um, uh, and she should, you know, she's, she's a wonderful writer who's, who's working at a really high level. But then what about those, you know, those, those mid-list authors um, or authors who are publishing with small presses? I think it's a lot harder for them to get attention and to do events. It, it, you know, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of work um, to set things up. They may not have connections with bookstores or community groups. And so anyways, we've, um, that is, that is a huge challenge for, for writers right now. And I get a, I get a lot of phone calls and, and emails from our members saying, you know, kind of what can I do? How can I get my work out there? How can I connect with readers? Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an ongoing, uh, issue. Um, I will say, you know, as I was kind of alluding to with all the events that we've been doing, you know, it is, it is definitely possible to create community online too. Um, mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's different, but it's definitely possible. And um, I mean, the, the, the cool, one of the cool things about online events is that it is easier to overcome the geography um, issue. And specifically in Maine, we've always run into that. You know, we are true, Maine, MWPA, we are a statewide organization and we are always trying to make sure we're reaching into different corners of the state um, doing you know workshops in Presque Isle or Fort Kent or down way down east um, or western Maine um, and anyways it does make it easier to reach folks in those areas but through our events and also for our workshops and conferences we've definitely had more people say I wouldn't normally be able to do this because it would mean you know, having to do tons of travel, but now I can participate. So I think it also changes the way we think, you know, post pandemic, hopefully we get to post pandemic <laughs> and um, post pandemic, there's some interesting questions about how we, how we move forward. It'll, you know, things will be different. You know, we've learned, we've learned things by having to do so much, so much, so many online events. And I think that will be true for, for writers too, uh, individual writers. Um, although I'm sure everybody, I know everybody's hoping that we will get to do in-person events again sometime soon, so. What can you say about the, uh, specifically the children's book authors um, in Maine and what you're seeing from them um, of the approximately 50 um, children's book authors and illustrators we work with, I'd say, 85 to 90% are here in Maine. And as you mentioned before, we are so fortunate to have such a wealth of talent here in Maine. And that also goes for um, the, the children's book authors. For sure. And we have a lot of children's book authors who are members um, where we, you know, do events with or connect with in some way. Um, and yeah, it's, we have, we're lucky in Maine. There's so many there's some really great children's book authors um, and, and new folks popping onto the scene and moving here every day. Um, so I would point to a few things in terms of children's books. Um, uh, one is um, uh, we were, we just, we didn't play a, any kind of official role in it, but we were cheering from the sidelines, I would say, and trying to boost the signal of the, beautiful blackbird um festival children's book festival this that summer so yeah it's a really great program mostly 
the Indigo Arts Alliance in, in Portland was the was the driving force behind it, but they had a lot of a lot of community partners, um, and um, just and some great books um, and great authors that maybe um, some some folks in Maine might not have been aware of. Um, and uh, I will say uh, one of the books that was included in that, um, which actually came out earlier in 2020, in very early 2020. Um, is a book called Magnificent Homespun Brown um, by Samara um, uh, Samara Doyen. And um, Samara actually just um, joined the MWPA staff this fall, which was exciting for us. And she's a wonderful author. And that book was actually fairly recently, the Maine Humanities Council selected it to be sort of Maine's representative book at the National Book Festival this year. So that's a really cool thing for, for, for a first time uh, children's book author like Samara, who is, you know, uh, and, that, and that book is also published by Tilbury House. So, you know, great, great main publisher. Um, nice to see it getting some, some attention um, in a couple different ways. Lois Lowry, the wonderful, amazing Lois Lowry, <laughs> who we're happy to have in Maine, um, has, a new, has a new middle grade book, The Willoughby's Return. Um, which is, uh, you know, a return to, to a story that she wrote earlier in her career. Um, so that, that's another one that's um, on my radar screen. Michael Shabon, who's, who's got a loose main tie. He, he comes to the Blue Hill, Blue Hill area in the summer. Um, he has a um, picture book called Awesome Man. <laughs> Which, oh, does he? I didn't know he did picture books. Yeah, I think it's a new thing for him, and and um, I've been hearing really good things about that. I'm, I'm eager to get my hands on a copy. Um, so it's it's it looks like it looks to be sort of like um, it's a picture book, but um, with some sort of like graphic novel-ish elements, maybe. Um, so it looks looks really interesting. Um, uh, another one that um, I, I've seen recently, I know there's an event coming up that Print Books in Portland is doing, um, a book from Island Port Press, which is called Chowder Rules. Um, it's a nonfiction picture book. It's the, 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 tag, the um, subtitle is The True Story of an Epic Food Fight. And <laughs> I think it recounts the um, battle between New England and Manhattan clam chowder. <laughs> and I think we all know win. who would win. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we all know who we're rooting for. Um, so, um, and then um, <clears throat> Tilbury, um, which I mentioned uh, earlier, has a couple new uh, picture books coming out or that are just out that have caught my attention. Um, one is called Little Blue House Beside the Sea, and it looks to be like a lovely lyrical um, story of, of being by the sea, which is obviously a very main um, thing. And, um, and then in a different vein, another one called I'll Be the Water, which is a story of a, of a grandfather and a boy fishing maybe for the last time together. Um, and that's um, also a really good looking one that, uh, that, that just, just came out. So those are some, some picture books that I've seen that have caught my attention recently. I wanted to ask you, which I'm sure you get asked a lot by um, 
you know, hopeful, full, hopeful writers, but um, for any listeners who, who may be um, an aspiring writer, what advice do you have for them as they get started um, on that path? For our listeners who are aspiring writers, what advice can you give them um, in your position and someone who is a published writer on um, how to get started um, as a writer here in Maine and and what might the MWPA um, be able to help them with? Yeah, so um, I do get that asked that a lot and I'm happy to answer it. Um, and I love you know to hear from folks who are no matter what age they are, you know I get sometimes you know get emails from folks who are in their seventies or mm-hmm. something or just decided they want to write, <laughs> which is awesome, you know, or they might be a college student or just graduated or you know a, a precocious high schooler um, and you know there's a bunch of things I would say one is 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 just to find a way to read and write as much as possible, so you know most of us have to work um, and that's important but um you know, there's, there's, uh, there's ways to, to keep, make, make sure you keep writing, keep reading. Um, and one of the biggest parts of that is finding community. I think, you know, not just in the sense of, I mean, sure, it's great to eventually, if you write something short or long, you've got maybe some people that you think, oh, I could send this to them and maybe they could give me some ideas about it um, or respond to it in some ways. But also just you know, it's great for writers to just compare notes, you know, to talk about what they're doing, to talk about what they're struggling with, to talk about what they're reading. So um, we have some things, you know, that we do at MWPA to try to help that. One of them is we do something called Gather, which is just basically, it's an every other month meetup. It's, you don't have to be an MWPA member, it's for anybody. Um, Right now we're doing them online. So um, there's Zoom meetings every other month. Um, and it's literally no agenda. It's just, you show up, there will be some writers there and you can talk. <laughs> um, and we've tried over, usually what we do is we have them, they're meeting in somewhere between 10 and 15 different locations all around Maine. Um, in our online world, um, we've been organizing them either by geography or also by genre. So, you know, if you want to meet with fiction writers or, um, you know, kids books, folks want to meet together or nonfiction folks or poets or um, whatever folks can sort of self-select that way. Um, And that's, that's, like I said, just a real easy way for folks to get together, compare notes, commiserate, make connections, so whenever I meet somebody who's who's newly starting out or maybe newly to Maine, I encourage them to to to, to start doing that. Um, obviously, we love to see people join MWPA too, because uh, we think we have a lot of resources and support to offer our members. Um, and one of those things is we um, spend a lot of time on our um, newsletter. It sounds like yeah, who cares? It's a newsletter, but we send out a weekly newsletter that's it's really a compilation of news from around Maine and nationally and publishing and books. Um, we collect as many different events from around the state um, as we can. We collect different kinds of opportunities, scholarships, you know, residencies, anything that we think could interest writers, we're going to 
we're going to put it in there. And um, I think also that's a way to feel connected to what people are doing around the state, you know, and to hear a little bit, Oh, it's like great to hear that, you know, so-and-so just, just published your book or so-and-so just won a prize or, you know, so-and-so who I was in workshop with just published a couple of poems, you know? So um, <clears throat> that is, you know, again, uh, bringing, the, bringing those, creating that writing community and, and keeping it together, keeping it stitched together is um, super important. Um, and also like, I would say, I think main writers as a, as a whole, the people that I run into and I run into a lot of main writers, they tend to be um, extremely generous, you know, with their, with their time and with their, how they feel about each other. So like, I don't find a lot of um, sharp elbows around the state where people are, you know, sort of have factions and are arguing about, about things that people tend to want to support each other. So they promote each other's events um, or, you know, it might just be, you know, again, for a young writer, you know, you might have a chance to connect with some writers who are farther along in their career and you can just ask them, Hey, what should I do? Like, I want to write this kind of thing. You know, like, what do I, how do I do that? Or, or I had, or I wrote a thing now I need, do I need an agent or do I think about a small publishing house or am I um, self-publishing or what, what, what's happening? You know, there's so many different ways to be a writer. So it's, really important to be able to uh, connect with other writers sort of who are both at your level, whatever that is, and also who are, who are farther along. Well, thank you, Gibson, um, so much for joining me today. Um, Gibson uh, Faye LeBlanc is the executive director of the Maine Writers and Publishers Alliance, and you can learn more about the organization at mainwriters.org. listening to Forward, a podcast of Island Readers and Writers. Get our new episodes every other Wednesday by subscribing to Forward on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. For more about Island Readers and Writers programs, visit www.islandreadersandwriters.org.